this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. I'm not a crusty crab. Greetings and salutations, members of the Hard Rock Lunchbox and viewers of the Top 20. Today is September 14th. Honestly, I can't believe we made it this far either. How is everybody doing today thusly? Uh, everybody doing all right out there? It's always a no. Don't be such a Jimmy Downer. <laughs> oh, man. How is everybody? I feel like it's been a good week uh, in the sense that uh, the weather feels at least like it's uh, stopped trying to kill me personally. Uh, And I don't like talking about the weather because I feel very loserish. But when you have such extreme stuff kind of going on, it's uh, I feel like it's probably a good time to talk about the weather. Uh, it's, you know, it's not just like, oh, it rained a little bit. Like, you know, we have serious stuff happening. I don't know if anybody's been following what's been going on in the Atlantic. And if you're not a weather nerd, I don't know why you would. Uh, but um, it's the, this whole thing with with the hurricane season so far. Hold on. Hold on. See, I left the sound on for, for the chat. So every time somebody says something, it goes... <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna turn that off. Not that it's so bothering me, but it's just funny and it makes me laugh. And I want the chat to speak freely because I always appreciate the chat. It's yeah. a no. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I don't know if anybody knows what's going on in the Atlantic Basin. However, uh, this whole thing with Hurricane Lee that was really kind of special and had a lot of meteorologists like, whoa, (laughs) was the fact that it went from basically a tropical depression to a Category 5 hurricane in about five minutes, which is really not okay. Like, those are things that are supposed to develop over time. Like, these things come in over from Africa, and I don't know if you've ever gotten anything from Africa. I mean, like, not in the past 200 years. I mean, like, slavery humor, right? Am I right? Uh, but it takes a little while, but it hit, like, kind of just east of, like, the Caribbean. It was like, hmm, it's warm here. Hmm, I like warm. And then ramped up to a Category 5. Now, it's good because it just sort of spun up and went up the, the Atlantic kind of basin there, like, and is not going to affect us directly or any of the East Coast. But, like, you know what a Category 5 would do to Puerto Rico? I mean, you saw what Maria did to Puerto Rico. You remember when President Trump went down there and was tossing paper towels into the into the crowd because that solved that remember that great leadership like that was not a category five category five might actually be something that i could put my money behind to wipe florida off the face of the map which i would be completely fine with like seriously could we get a category six in here like i've got a couple of bucks who wants to chip in a couple of bucks get a category six but like and people still the <laughs> people still don't believe in in you know and climate change. It was funny. I was talking for the past couple weeks. I've been talking about this podcast. I was listening to Theo Vaughn's podcast. Um, I don't even remember what it's called. But Theo Vaughn, has a, he's a comedian. He has this podcast. He's talking to Neil deGrasse Tyson, who I said 
with the exception of maybe the Pluto incident, is probably one of the smartest people on Earth. But he's, they're talking about the climate change issue, and Neil is like, you remember like 10 years ago when there was like three scientific holdouts? Like, oh, maybe not. Like, there are no, there are no credible scientific holdouts left uh, about uh, climate change. And Neil, you know, in his perfect Louisiana accent, he's like, man, not even one holdout? Like, <laughs> like, no, there's not even a single holdout. And yet there are so many dumb people in our country that are like, no, it's not real. You know, it's, uh, you know, God or whatever. Like, and my argument has always been like, I don't really give a shit what's causing it. Like, it's changing. Like, just because, like, even if you believe, like, climate change is not something that ma- that man, and I mean, like, humankind, I probably should just change that, that humans are causing, uh, even if you don't believe that it's something that humans are causing, it's still worth fixing. Like, it's still worth addressing. Like, as much as I want a good-sized hurricane to really just, just cut Florida right off at the uh, knee, I guess, testicle, at the taint, I don't know, like... I, like, I'm fine with that. Like, I think it's a great thing. And honestly, that would open the door for getting Washington, D.C. some statehood or Puerto Rico some statehood because we don't really need Florida. All, it really do, all it's really doing is causing more problems than it's worth. And all the cruise ships aren't even based there anyway. They're all international things, so they can do international waters. But you don't need to know about any of that. My point is, um, like, even if... You don't believe the humans are causing this. It's still worth fixing. But the simple fact is, like, humans are having a very violent effect on the on the climate. And we can show that. It could be both things. It could be cyclical for the Earth. But we're definitely having an effect on it because we know for a fact that the, the, the fossil fuels that we inject into the atmosphere raise our temperature. We know that for a fact. We also know that that causes the water water to be warmer. We were talking a couple weeks ago about how the waters outside of Key West were over 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Like, I don't even know if that's relaxing. Like, I will tell you, like, whatever, I guess it was, was last week, like, the super, like, ridiculously hot, humid week here. If it was last week or the week before, whatever week it was, I know there were a couple di- couple times where I would, like, go out and take, like, a walk in the afternoon just to kind of, like, de-stress and, like, listen listen to these podcasts that I'm talking about. And then I would come in, I would come home, and then I would, like, go into my pool because it's why I have a pool. And honestly... I'm trying to use it more to justify how much it costs to maintain all the time, but also like I'm trying to take advantage of the good things I already have in my life, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but uh, I was there was a couple times where I actually went into the pool and I was like, this is really just too warm for me. Like it's not relaxing at all. And I feel like we weren't anywhere near 100 degrees. You can imagine what it's like to, like, let's go take a dip. And, you know, we're in Key West. Let's go swim a little bit. And you run in there, and there's, like, lobsters and carrots floating up next to you. And you realize all of a sudden you're Bugs Bunny in one of those stews from the cartoons. Like, that's the big deal. So, anyway, that's why I'm talking about weather. I do want to point out that uh, my least favorite uh, favorite congressperson, uh, Lauren Bobert from Colorado, the big dummy who keeps opening her mouth and is now kind of responsible for wanting to uh, start the impeachment proceedings against Biden, which I may or may not talk about in a few minutes, just because it's like the most ridiculous and stupid thing like I've ever seen, like in in, in any government, like just bananas. But uh, she got thrown out of a movie theater because she was vaping and talking during a movie, and then when they asked her to be quiet and eventually leave, she was like, 
do you know who I am? And they were like, yeah. Now, can you get out of the movie theater if you can't follow the simple rules? Keep in mind, this is somebody that people from Colorado elected to represent them in Congress. As much as I shit on Nassau County for being the people that they are and the sub-geniuses that they are for sending George Santos to Congress, I still respect them a lot more than anybody that sent Boebert to Congress. But that is the person on the, on the floor of the United States House of Representatives that wants to impeach our sitting president. She can't even keep her mouth shut in a movie theater, and not in the good way. Hey, come on, right, yeah, all right. I hate her. I hate her so much. The only thing, the only redeeming quality about Lauren Boebert is that she really pisses off Marjorie Taylor Greene, and I'm hoping that in, like, two to four years when they're both out of Congress, that that's going to be a pay-per-view wrestling special, and you know what? I'm not even going to watch that, because I don't want to give them any more money. At all. <sighs> Housekeeping. Uh, so there's a brand new top 20 out today, albeit very late. I'll tell you why that is in just a second. So it's called The Big Giant FU, because why not? Uh, and I talked about uh, I talked about my inner Magellan, and that was like one of my walks where I found a completely uh, pristine, hidden neighborhood in my area. Like, you know, I'm, I'm planning on going back there, but I will say I went... I went, I walked yesterday, no, the day before, and, and I'm just, you know, I got to tell you, like, I'm, so, okay, <laughs> so what I'm trying to do, like, my plan in my head, right, which is, this, this so much, like, if you ever needed a garage sale, like, it's here, like, so the plan, and that's actually one of the reasons, that, anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself, so the plan in my head is to try and walk five hours a week, right, an hour a day, five days or, you know, less than that for six days. Um, the reason I want to do that is multifold. One, I got to lose some weight. And nothing else is really working. And I've sort of tied some of the advanced working out that I'm doing with muscle inflammation and joint inflammation, which is causing injury and causing other inflammation, which is causing me to gain and hold weight. I, that's a working theory. I don't know that for sure. I don't know that's what's happening. But I've done a lot of reading. Uh, and I know my body pretty well, and I know that those things kind of happen, so I'm trying to temper it, which is why I had gone with just straight cardio for a while. But the cardio is becoming a problem because it involves going to the gym, and I think I was saying either last week or a couple weeks ago about like how difficult it is to just sort of get out and go do those things, whereas with walking, it really just have, I have to have the thought, and I go. Um, I have had a, actually kind of a nice caveat to that my daughter and I Charlotte um, we have kind of worked out a plan because she's kind of been wanting to like work on her soccer skills and stuff like that and the reality of it is oh hold on let me stop that let me finish the walking thing so I want to walk to, to help lose weight because honestly using your body the way God intended or evolution intended is a really good thing and I don't want to lose my mobility you know people that kind of like walk slow and they kind of like you know move like that. I mean, maybe you don't, but like, think about like your parents or your, you know, like other people that are older. Like, I don't want to get there. And a way to not get there is to walk, not on treadmills, not on ellipticals, because those are just even and, and they don't really help your stabilizers. Like walking on, on, on uneven ground, like sidewalks, especially over by me, they really help your balance and your stabilizers. So I'm looking 10 years in the future to kind of try and head that off. Plus, me pulling my, and I said this on the show, me pulling myself out of the world for 40 minutes 
Plus has been so good for my mental health. I think it's the number one reason my mood has been so good over the past couple weeks because it's a respite where people simply cannot find me. And I'm using it to like, and I'm, obviously they can find me. It's it's 2023. And also, I don't go that far. <laughs> like, like, I'm not, like, on the moon. Like, holy shit, is that DJ up on the moon? Like, dude, call somebody if I'm up on the moon, right? Because that has gone bad, or I'm hanging with Vector. But, like, that's cool. Never mind. Um, so, it pulls me out. And also, I get to listen to, like, some of these podcasts, almost all of which are funny. Even the smart ones are funny. Like, I'm not listening to the Rachel Maddow podcast currently because it infuriates me about, like, what's going on in the world and that nobody seems to give a shit but me. So, I'm stopping listening to that, which might be why I'm so uninformed about some stuff. But, like, I'm trying to stick to science. I'm trying to stick to funny and stuff like that. And I'm finding it really, really valuable. The one thing that's really flipping me out is that as I'm walking more and more and more, like the other day I walked like what felt internally like a four-hour, like like a three-hour tour. Like I could have been Gilligan. And it ended up being like 42 minutes. I mean, yeah, it was like two and a half, two and a quarter miles, which is like not nothing to sneeze at, especially when it's like hot outside and stuff like that. But like, I was like, how is that only 42 minutes, man? Like, I literally walked from here to Cleveland, which should have, you know, done something, but it didn't. I just walked around in my neighborhood. Uh, the other thing is that in the summer, I'm getting some actual sun, like real sun. Like, I usually get my sun during soccer and soccer practice, but that's usually in the evening or super early in the morning or one day a week. This way I'm actually getting sun, and one of the number one ways to not get sick, especially COVID, is to boost your vitamin D. And I know that sounds like a sex joke. It isn't. So I'm thinking, like, all these things are really, like, why I'm just trying to walk every day and walk so much and all that other stuff. But honestly, the biggest piece, the, the biggest piece that seems to be working for me right now is the mental because it's really, really good for me, like, mentally just to sort of check out. And it's the first thing I've been able to kind of do that on. Because even when I go to, like, the gym and stuff, like, I'm hyper aware of everybody that's around me and the time. I will say time becomes less important when you're the furthest point on your walk, and it doesn't really matter how much time it's going to take because you've only got the one way to go. And I'm not going to hitchhike because, honestly, anybody as pretty as me is definitely going to get kidnapped. And maybe that will be its own adventure anyway. So what I was going to say about Charlotte, and this is actually something that like is going to be probably a bonus. Charlotte has been asking me for well over a year to practice soccer with her. Like, we have a field close to our house. And, uh, like, walking to, like, a five-minute walk to the field. Like, it's a three-minute walk to the park and then another two minutes to the field. Like, but we have a full full uh, soccer field there. And it's, and it's great that it exists, you know. Uh, and she has been asking to do this for years, to work on soccer. Now, the problem is, is, like, as an athlete goes, she has surpassed me years ago. If you asked her, she would not own it. She would not agree to it. But, like, she is not even twice the athlete I am. She is in the four to five range of the athlete I am. Like, I could probably keep up with her for, no joke, 30 seconds, and then it'd be, like, kind of over. So we'll go and we'll work on, like, technical stuff. But it's, like, it's not super productive. Um, so now that she's been playing Ultimate Frisbee with her brother, because now she's playing in two leagues. By the way, she's 17. She's playing in two college-level leagues. It's like, yo, man, settle settle it down. But, I mean, listen, I guess it's better that she's playing too much Frisbee than doing too much drugs. So, like, I'm going to take the win on that one because it seems kind of important. But anyway, 
So she wants to work on her frisbee throws and her accuracy, which she should. She's an athlete. It's time to put those 10,000 hours and those 10,000 10, reps to use. So this past Monday was actually really nice. We, I went for my normal walk. I told her I'm going at this time. I was five minutes late because I'm me and why, uh, why break the mold? And uh, we just grabbed a ball bag <laughs> and a bunch of frisbees and we went down there. And I basically just dropped her off at the goal. Um, you know, and I was like, here you go. And there's like two goals set up. So she lined up like five soccer balls, kicked them as far as she could, threw like five Frisbees, threw them as far as she could. And then she ran out to get them. So she's doing a little jog. And then she like tosses all them back into the goal. So she's practicing distance and then she's practicing her aim. And the entire time, I'm literally just walking around the full size soccer field. And I'll do that six, seven, eight times. It did, it was slightly unfortunate because apparently at that time is when the old creepy guys come out. Uh, and there was this one dude that, could, that totally reminded me of the dude from Family Guy that's totally into Chris. And I can't think of his name, but he started walking around the park with his shirt off. And I was like, I cut my walk short and I just walked to Charlotte and I just. Started doing, like, very small ovals <laughs> wherever she was because, I don't know. I don't know if he thought that I was also another creepy guy because I guess if I wasn't her dad, me just circling a 17-year-old girl is, like, just watching sharks off of Fire Island, you know, like, pick off the delicious, delicious gay men out there. And I, you know, but maybe there's a code. Be like, oh, she's yours. All right. I like boys anyway. Like, please don't use that for the bumper. <laughs> Yes, Mr. Herbert. Thank you, G, coming in. Coming in clutch, as it were. Um, but, yeah, so that's that's what I've been up to, and there was a reason for telling you that, and something about root beer, and... Oh, so the show. So the show posted late. Here's why. The Top 20 posted late, and you guys might want to get in on this. It's up now. Uh, but the reason it posted late... Um, the reason it posted late is because I am now filming... Actually, I'm going to check this before I am a liar. Uh, video capture. Yes. Settings. Yes. Settings. Video capture. I am now recording in... What is the mode? Video. I am now recording... No. Oh, that's supposed to be 4K. It's not. I wonder if I can change that. Well, I can't change it now. So, we all learned a little something new today. I am not filming in 4K. I have a 4K camera. Although, maybe it is 4K. You know what? I don't even know what 4K is, to be perfectly honest with you. It's just some buzzword I hear. So, I will check the settings. But, pretend for a second that I was filming in 4K. Right? Which, apparently, I'm not. Uh, pretend for a second I was filming in 4K. So, what I did in my editor is I switched all the resolution to 4K. And I didn't even go... I started with going best resolution, because apparently there's like a best... There's a good, better, best. Yeah, this is exactly what's happening in the chat. I'm not even going to bother explaining it. The gift does it perfectly. Um, so, uh, change the settings in the, in the editor to 4K, but there's a good, better, and best setting within the 4K. I don't know what it means. I don't care. I could Google it in probably three seconds, but I'm not going to. So, uh, but I went with the better of the best 4K, and, I, and then I tried to like export it out. And uh, what happened is it started. T it, it was looking like it was going to take about 12 hours to export, and like ain't no one got time for that, Graham. So I just backed out of that, and I went for the best of the lower quality. And what ended up happening that is that took about an hour and a half to export out. But what I really wanted to do is I wanted to see how it was going to turn out. Here's how it turned out. 
I completely forgot all about it. I left my desk, forgot, went on to, you know, have our soccer game uh, the next day, and, like, the weekend came, and I just assumed that I had posted it until it wasn't out today. And it's like, huh, that's weird. Look who never posted it because he didn't even wait for it to finish exporting, and that's that's me. So if you were ever under the assumption that your host had it all together and was super uber responsible, let me be clear and say... It's always a no! And while it may not always be a no, it is certainly often a no, but that is not currently a Craving Strange song, nor do I have a Jimmy Drop saying it's often a no. But if Jimmy's listening and felt like doing something like that, I would definitely have always a no, and often a no, and almost a no, and... Any other no you can think of. But in the meantime, I think it's gonna I think it's a good time for me to shut up, check in with the chat, give you guys some music. Let's get on with the box. Hard rock lunch box. You know, as a parent, I'm often asked by my kids, at least one for each of them, uh, when am I going to use this math again in life? And the answer, uh, it turns out, is when you're describing the inverse relationship to not knowing it's Thursday and yet finding out it's Thursday really goddamn fast in Q's office. And I think that's of enough of a reason, don't you? Hard Rock Lunch Box. There's a little of Mice and Men for you. So, this next song, definitely not hard rock, probably not lunchbox, but I will say, it's from a band called The Dirty Knobs. And the only reason, like, that's funny. Isn't that funny? Sorry, I'm developing a little whistle. I had my teeth cleaned yesterday, now I have a little whistle. It always takes a little bit for my um, teeth to settle back in, but I'll, I'll be fine. Um, so, The Dirty Knobs... The, the the main the driving force behind behind the dirty knobs is a dude named Mike Campbell who you may or may not know his name and that's fine. Mike Campbell is a brilliant brilliant songwriter and has written probably some of the best songs you you've heard of but didn't know that he was responsible for. Uh, it'll be more familiar when I tell you he is the main guitar guy uh, from Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. So whenever you saw Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, the dude playing the other guitar, Mike Campbell, brilliant guitar player, brilliant songwriter. He also wrote, and he wrote most of those, or was involved at least in most of those hits. Obviously, he didn't do anything that was just Tom Petty. Uh, although, that's not true. He wrote a couple of Tom Petty songs, but he wrote about half uh, of the Tom Petty and the Heartbreaker songs, and more of the hits were hits than not. Uh, but also, he, he wrote songs like uh, Boys of Summer that Don Henley would end up doing. I'm sure I have that one right. Uh, so he's just like that level of songwriter. So when I saw him pop up, I saw his name pop up, I was like, I'm going to give this a listen. Then I saw the title of the song, and I was like, I'm definitely giving this a listen. To be fair, the song's just not as great as it possibly could be. The context is funny, the lyrics funny, so I enjoyed it, and I figured I'd grab it for you. But I will tell you, if you're in a super sensitive office, the F word is in this song several times, like the chorus and the title, that kind of thing. It's the Dirty Knobs on the box. Hard Rock Lunch Box. You know, it's funny because last week I was talking about just how... Why is the mic so low again? Like, what what exactly is happening? Can you... Everyone, just hang on one second. That's what we're going to do. Uh, that's what we're going to do. So, no, that's not the button. Where? Okay, sounds. Hang on. We're going to open sound settings. It's time, it's time for technical difficulties with your host. Although this isn't really a difficulty... It just seems like this is so low. So hang on. So 
device properties. That's oh, hello. If I turn this up, do I get incredibly loud? Oh yeah! <laughs> no, I'm gonna turn that back down. Sorry, my bad. I just I want to turn this up to a decent level. Can anybody tell me right now if that level is a good level? I want it to be kind of even with this level. So, no, all right. So this is too loud. So I'm going to talk, turn this down. I'm going to turn that. This is good. You be quiet, G. I'll turn that right back up. So this is the level I'm currently at. Is this the level of always and always? Yeah, so this sounds about right. This is a good level, right? Well, now I'm definitely going to... Don't tell me what I cannot do. I'm going to go all... Here we go. We're passing 50. We're coming up around the corner. And oh, yeah! We're back down again. See? Don't F around and find out with me. (laughs) That's cool. I'm going to reward you guys with some Beartooth. Brand new. Love it. Love it. Want more of it. I could talk over this, too, if I wanted, because now my microphone is louder. More importantly, I know how to make it louder. Hard Rock Lunch Box. You know, it's funny. By the way, I have not heard that song in forever. So we're just sort of in the chat here just talking about Florida. Uh, and, yeah, I rag on Florida a lot. Um, I rag on it. I've always I've always ragged on Florida a lot. I think it's a horrible place to live. It's like not supposed to be livable. Like it's just not. It's it's mainly a swamp. I mean the beaches are some of the most beautiful in the world. They're still not as good as our Fire Island beaches, so you can take that to the bank if you'd like. Um, the problem I have with specifically with Florida is that like I said, like it's not really livable space. Like we reclaimed that in like the forties. Uh, like they they bought it and created a tourist destination out of it. They did it as cheap as they possibly could. They used basically slave labor to build out like the railroads to bring people to these places, and they didn't do a very good job building it. Like Florida is very poorly built. It's why most places don't have like basements and stuff. It's why they get their their houses get effectively wiped off the map uh, when there's a big enough storm or a storm surge, and like. I don't know if you've been following this at all, and this is not even something I've been following per se. It's just something I've noticed because it's been happening. Like, insurance companies aren't insuring houses and industry and businesses in Florida anymore because of the climate catastrophe. Also, because the state is so poorly run, the infrastructure is failing. Like, they're not, like, insurance companies simply are not insuring these things. Like, I want you to just think about that for just a second, right? So you take somebody. I'm going to go, like, oh, just, my, something's beeping here. <laughs> Sorry, I, I have something beeping near me. It's bothering me. But, um, so, just take this very simple situation. New York is incredibly expensive to live in because of property taxes, especially down here. Because a lot of our property taxes and our school taxes actually go to subsidize. Dude, what is that sound? I'm, I'll, I'll try and figure it out during the break. So, um, so it, it's incredibly expensive to live here. That is a fact. That is true. That is all those things. Uh, so take somebody that leaves here because it's too expensive, and they're like, I'm going to go move to Florida because it's cheaper to live in Florida because I don't have state income tax and property 
property values are not as cheap as they were, and they are starting to increase the property taxes because things do actually cost money, right? So they're expensive to live in. Blah, blah, blah. But take that, and then the people from here move down there so they can pay less money, and they buy their house like in these low areas, low-lying areas. Because remember, most of Florida is a swamp, especially central Florida. It's a swamp. So whenever these hurricanes come in, they flood out, which I realize is part of the reason they don't have basements and stuff like that. But still, the reason when they don't have basements, like these houses just basically slide away. Like they just float all the way into the ocean or into the swamp. Like that happens all the time. So now what happens is insurance companies are not not going to insure them. And, and, and there's another problem. Insurance companies generally are now going to stop insuring people against climate catastrophes, which is a whole other issue. But in Florida specifically. So insurance companies don't insure them for these kinds of disasters, if at all. So when these people end up in trouble and FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Association, has to go agency, rather, they have to go down and assess these things. Part of the FEMA money is spent putting these people back into new homes or FEMA trailers or whatever because they don't have insurance and we don't let people just die in the streets, especially if they're white in this country. So we're all paying for that. We all pay money into FEMA. And so when Florida has its disaster, we pay for it. It's one thing to have something like Superstorm Sandy because we're all paying for it. We're all insured for it, and insurance and, and FEMA all work together to pay for it. But Florida doesn't even have that. So we're all just paying for that flat out. And this beeping is driving me absolutely insane. I'm going to try and figure it out what it is. Right now I've got brand new music from Extreme, and I'll be back as soon as I figure this out. Hard Rock Lunch box i will say part of me feels like it violates the agreement melissa and i have on when she sends music into the show like a it needs to be ridiculous b i definitely don't want to have to play it and c it needs to also be ridiculous and uh while she gets two of the three i'm gonna tell you this week i'm definitely down to play it like a lot a lot hard rock lunch box Yeah, man. So coming up at the end of this month is the big uh, Neon Skyline EP release show. And, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. I'll wait. I'll wait. A little aggressive there. That's cool. Uh, yeah. All right. So the big Neon uh, Skyline release show. I am trying to go to that. I am planning on going to that. So uh, hopefully I will see you there. They are running out of tickets. Apparently there's like six left in existence. Uh, I have no idea how it's going to go. I mean, I know I talked to Joey early on about uh, how to set it up, and I was—I thought I was helping him out, giving him some practical advice and stuff I had learned. Man, this thing went off again. Some practical stuff that I had learned from um, from when we did the Diaries Live, but uh, I haven't been involved in any of the planning stages until uh, like since I kind of gave him my initial, here's what I think kind of thing. So uh, I don't know what to expect, but I do know that it's coming up. And uh, I know that Mikey's going to be opening the show. He's going to be doing it solo singer-songwriter style, so maybe you'll catch this.
Lunchbox. Ah, one of the most classic metal hard rock songs of all times. Totally a song I've always, always wanted to cover. Maybe we will one day. I, I don't know. It's a big ask. It's a big ask. Not only is it, like, incredibly difficult, I'm not entirely sure how many people still know it. But, I mean, I was surprised by how many people were digging the Trooper. I mean, we've got an old classic coming up for our show at Beery's. That's going to be fun. More on that in just a little bit. By the way, I stumbled upon this just because I was in the wrong place at the right time. And I just, I thought this was, yeah, I thought I just wanted to hear it again today. Maybe you do too. Maybe not. Doesn't matter. It's my show. Hard Rock Lunch Box. All right, so in Rebel 9 news, not that you asked, but if you were to, I would answer you exactly this way. Uh, we are looking to put out a new song. Uh, we're looking to put out a song called Into the Afternoon. Uh, I'm trying to get it out before our next show, but honestly, Kaz threw a huge monkey wrench in that by uh, wanting to add some, uh, add an additional part to one of the last songs that we're working on because it's holding up mastering for the other three. Obviously, I cannot release Into the Afternoon until it's been mastered. Hopefully, that's going to get done this week or next. If it is not done in the next few days, the song will not be out before the next song, and that sucks, but you can absolutely all message Kaz at Monty at CravingStrange.com with your complaints. I assume. I assume that's a surprise. I don't know that for sure. Uh, but there is definitely something that's going to happen, and that is our next show. I know there's a lot of hubbub about the uh, the Neon Skyline show, but we were not invited to play on that, so we're having our own goddamn show, and that's what's up there. It is going to be an incredibly different show than normal, although maybe not incredibly different because we did just add a band that we do play with from time to time, but it's going to be a different kind of show because we don't have the same kinds of bands that we normally do. Uh, now, of course, Rebel 9 is going to be on there. As of right now, we are closing the show. Uh, that could change depending on other ingredients that are going on. Uh, we have added Misfit Saints. That's uh, Carly and Mickey from formerly from Midnight Mob. They're going to be opening the show and there's going to be a special performance i guess you would call it of bacon is my passion they do not do shows uh, as you know it's mikey and jimmy's side collective side project so it's not craving strange and it's not something heavy but it is bacon is my passion they have songs that we've played here on the show before uh but we finally figured we finally got our fourth band i was actually trying uh, hard to get uh, the band off guard to play uh, the show. They kind of dicked me around for a couple of weeks, which sucked. I don't think they did it on purpose. I think it just happens sometimes that you just hard to get back and then they decided that they weren't going to be able to do it so i'm very happy that born of scars was able to step in and take that slot they're a super good band if you saw them play with us uh at beery's at i want to say it was the last time but i'm not even sure you know what a solid band they are and victoria is just a stunningly good singer so i'm psyched to actually have them on the bill so it just made the bill like in I was going to say it made the bill that much better, and I do mean that in the truest sense, but also that it's a very strong band that everybody that has seen us probably has seen, so at least you have that to look forward to. Not the Misfit Saints and uh, Bacon is My Passion aren't worth looking forward to. They totally are. You just probably haven't seen them before, and that's not the same here. But if you've forgotten somehow what Born Scar sounds like, don't worry. I got you.
just scrolling and saw this bad boy and i'm psyched to play it because it definitely seems to fit with what i'm feeling right now you my poser when i want freedom you my poser when i want justice you my poser when i want equality want me to go somewhere and fight for you you won't even stand up for me right here in america for my rights and my religious beliefs you won't even stand up for me right here at home Cause I'm out of school, it's up to you and I just wanna ride 
Punch Box. I'm at the point where my mouse is not working anymore. I don't know if it's rejecting my existence or just not following my instructions, uh, like most things in my life. Oh, it works there. <laughs> it's time for your weekly craving of the week. We're going all the way back to the Landsmine record. Uh, I'd like to say it's my favorite craving record, but I can't. They all have something so really special and so really good. It is kind of sad, saddening, sad, sad to know. I, I think that there's not going to be another craving record per se. I mean, I guess you can never say never, just like I can't say there'll never be another Rebel 9 record. In fact, I have it on some authority, actually, that there will be another Rebel 9 record. It's just not going to be what you would kind of think of, but that's cool. That's fine. I don't mean to make it about me. It's just, you know, my show and my stuff and my segment about my weekly craving of the week, not your weekly craving of the week. It's my. Actually, it's probably our. Our weekly craving of the week with, of course, Craving Strange. My enemies look just like my friends. And I could just be saying that because it might be true. But it's also the song. It's the Crave of the Week on the box. You used to be a part of the fight. I used to be someone I liked. You were never ready. You were never ready. You have to complicate. And I'm always proving that I'm right. We were never ready. We were never ready This is the last time You will ever see me act like I could never be Lost the song. Everything is empty. Everything is empty. I know that you can't see, and I can't keep shutting my eyes. You were never ready. You were never ready. This is the last time you would ever see me act like I could never be without.
Oh, man, I want to thank everybody for sticking around and spending some of your Thursday with all of us here at the Hard Rock Lunchbox. As always, we totally appreciate your time and attention and your willingness to just be part of something a little bit bigger than yourself, maybe a little bit better than all of us, and all that other thing I could probably say to be positive when I don't really feel like being positive because I'm trying to fake it until I make it, people. And that's what I'm going to do for the next seven days until we meet again. Next week, I'm thinking noonish on Thursday. Got a little bit better. I got a little, you know what? I got a little, a little, little ditty for you. A little ditty. A little ditty. A little fun. A little classic. And, uh, yeah, man. I'll just see you next week. Have a great week, everybody. And thanks for listening. On the box. Hard. Rock. Lunch. Box. 